This is Bears Weekly with the voice of the Bears for 23 years, Jeff Joniak, on the Bears Radio Network. Welcome in to Bears Weekly Overtime. Tyler Rocky and Shay Norling were with you until 10 o'clock tonight. We're also joined by the voice of the Bears, Jeff Joniak, and 85 Bear Tom Thayer with us as we break down the full NFL schedule that has just been released. The Bears just released everything. They put up an awesome video, awesome video on social media, so check it out on Twitter. But Shay, Jeff, and Tom, we've got something great cooking up for this Bears season, and, and boy, am I excited to be a part of it and, and looking forward to some great Bears football here in 2023, Jeff. Oh, yeah, no question. We talked about it in the show over the past hour. Just a big growth year expected, and it's from the top down it's expected. And a lot of young players going to get another opportunity. We know, uh, Tommy, that uh, Matt Eberflus is not shy about playing rookies or young players. We saw what happened a year ago, and all these guys are going to compete like crazy to get on the field and make this a better football team. But we're all, we're all focused on QB1 also and, and how the offense with all the new pieces is going to elevate this team. Yeah, you know, that's interesting about the competition with this football team, though, because we, we had a chance to talk to Braxton Jones a little while ago. And you listen to the intelligence in a guy like that. And he exceeded all expectations of a, a, a mid-round draft choice that came in and earned a starting position and played every single snap. That now and some of the young guys that got the experience that has to turn into wins and when you look at what this team is capable of doing with some of the athletes they have aboard and now we get a chance to look at their opponents where and when I think it's got an an interesting future for Matt Eberflus, Ryan Poles, Kevin Warren and the entire Chicago Bears staff. Yeah I mean I just I'm excited to see all of it. I think this is such a team on the rise. And you talked about Braxton Jones and the need for him to get better for fields. Uh, Obviously, we all are hoping he can take a step. And I think when you look at this schedule and we see week one, you get the Packers right off the bat. I mean, the, the test starts right away. And we don't know with Jordan Love, that's kind of the wild card. But we know who the Packers are and who that roster is outside of the quarterback. So I think the test for the offense is right off the bat. And you want to get a win in, in the division and certainly against the Packers. All right, we've been waiting all day for this. So let's unveil it here. Here are your matchups for the Chicago Bears in order. Week one, at, we just mentioned they will open up against the Green Bay Packers, a 325 kick on Fox. Week 2, traveling to Tampa Bay, noon kick on Fox. Week 3, going up on the road against the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs, 325 kick on Fox. Week 4, hosting the Denver Broncos. Sean Payton, a new head coach with the Broncos there. That should be a good one. On the lakefront, Week 5, the first primetime game for the Bears as they play Thursday Night Football against the Washington Commanders. Week 6, they take on the Minnesota Vikings, the second divisional game of the season. Week 7, another home matchup for them as they host the Vegas Raiders, a noon kick on Fox there. Then, at the end of October, on the road against L.A., 
That is a 7:20 Sunday night football game against the Chargers. So there's another primetime game for the Chicago Bears. That's followed up into November against the New Orleans Saints on the road. Noon kick on CBS on uh, November 5th there. Then another primetime game for the Bears as they host the Panthers on Thursday night football. That game on Amazon Prime. Then you follow that up on the road against Detroit. Noon kick on Fox on the road against the Vikings. So that is a Monday night game. Then you get the bye. So a late bye here for the Chicago Bears. Tyler, can I jump in real Go quick? Go ahead. Yep. Just stop right there because from week eight, to me, that's the that's the danger part, right? Four road games in five weeks before the bye and primetime games against the Chargers, the Panthers, and Minnesota Vikings. So we're go- that gives the Bears a big chunk of time to get rolling, get cooking, pocket some wins early in the season, and then dig in for uh, what's really going to be uh, a bunch of uh, teams that are going to be thinking playoffs in terms of the Chargers and the, and the Lions and the Vikings and teams trying to figure out what they have with Derek Carr in New Orleans, Tommy Bryce Young with Carolina for that Thursday matchup. But that's the chunk of the schedule that caught my attention. How about you? Now, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. You know, I think it is going to be because – you know, the thing about it is, I, even though you don't know Gordon Love is going to be throughout his career, you know a little bit about the Green Bay Packers and their style of play. But then there's a lot of uncertainty because, you know, Tampa Bay is definitely going to be a team that's changed. Russell Wilson um, and, and Sean Payton, they're going to change Denver. And you just look at some of the, you know, you don't know a lot about the Raiders and the Chargers and stuff because you don't play them that frequently. So, yeah, I just think there's... Um, the Bears team is going to have to mature along the way in order to get the wins they need. All right, Tyler, take us home. All right, so week 13 is that by uh, about as late as you can get. Then you move into December. You get the Lions at home for a noon kick on Fox. You get at Cleveland, all of that information TBD. Um, Sunday on Christmas Eve, that is when the Bears play host to the Arizona Cardinals, a 325 kick on Fox. Then they host the Falcons the next week on New Year's Eve, and then they round things out against the Green Bay Packers. So one heck of a schedule here. A lot of prime time there. That certainly caught my eye. A lot of 325 starts as well. This is a Bears team that did not have a single 325 kick. That's sort of that quasi-prime time. It's got that big game feel to it on Fox in the afternoon there. So a number of those as well, Jeff. Yeah, so three of those and four primetime games. Two Thursdays. Uh, hey, listen, I'm a noon start guy, so I know the publicity <laughs> for everybody matters, but I, you know, I just love the old-fashioned noon start, so I didn't mind a year ago. Uh, Tom, I know we have all kind of thoughts about where we're going on the road and, and the games that we're going to be dealing with, but uh, n- no more concern than you have there with uh, – the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Heat. But before we go any further, we'll talk about that. We've got to welcome in Bears running back Khalil Herbert. Khalil, join the program. Welcome to Bears Weekly Overtime here on ESPN 1000 with uh, Tom Thayer, Jeff Joniak, Tyler, and uh, Sean as well. Hey, uh, first of all, uh, good to have you. You see the schedule, but you got to tell us about the video you're in. I personally haven't seen it yet. Uh, everybody keeps talking about it. What'd you do? You a little acting class going on now? What? What do you got? <laughs> yeah, definitely a little acting class. Um, you know, they did a really good job of putting it together, but um, it was based off this one show in Chicago and kind of just went in and, you know, had my acting debut. It turned out good, though. What's the highlight? Any, fu- any future in it for you? Say that one more time. 
Any any future as an actor? Listen, man, we need you on the football field. So don't get your your attention going in different areas. We need you to have the thousand plus yards. When you look at the schedule, it's going to be duty for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, I, I, you know, I'm open to all things post football, uh, but right now focused on football. But it was fun to just to 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 have that and you know start it off and learn how to be behind the camera. So, all right. So who else was in it? I know the uh, Chicago Italian beef, the bear angle to the whole whole process here uh, is the key, the the hook for the uh, entire video. And have you ever had a true Chicago Italian beef? No, I have not. <laughs> I have not. You got any good recommendation spots to go to? <laughs> They're all over town. But hey, maybe the young guys, Tyler. What do you? Where are you going for your beef? I am Team Portillo's all the way. You can never go wrong with the Portillo's beef. And Khalil, you'll I'm get your you. picture on the 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 wall there too if you go in. I mean, you're yeah, a, you a Chicago Bear. You're getting your picture up on the wall there. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I, I might got it going. It's worth it then. There you go. And uh, what other who else, who else from the from the locker room was in this video? Um, I mean, who wasn't in the video? Uh, Kyler, Maine, Justin, Scales, um, Spice, Adams, Braxton. Um, it was a bunch of guys. They pulled us aside after workouts and were able to put it together. So, hey, Khalil, when you meet a guy like Spice Adams, who's a, a darn good football player, but he's turned into a biggest star in his afterlife. Is he a guy that generates the humor on a shoot like this, or is you know is does he follow along with the rest of the crew? No, he definitely he definitely comes up with his own things as we're going through stuff. But uh, just his energy and everything he brings kind of makes everybody you know come out their shell and uh, want to really act and put on a show. So that was kind of his take and what he kind of does throughout interviews with all the players. I know we got a lot of Bears fans out there in the entertainment industry. One of those guys is uh, WWE star Seth Rollins. Uh, he had a cameo in this thing. Uh, I don't know. Are you into into the WWE at all? If not, uh, what'd you think? And uh, you tell me. Honestly, I haven't watched WWE since I was like twelve. But I used to be. <laughs> I used to be. But um, no, I know a lot of people were excited to have him in that. Tyler and Jake, uh, did you get a chance to see the video? What did you think? I saw the the video, and it is fantastic. Well done by the Chicago Bears social team there. But, Khalil, i got to ask you, and by the way, Khalil Herbert, Bears running back with us here on Bears Weekly Overtime. I see all you guys chefing up in there, but of all the guys that were in the video, who's setting the kitchen on fire? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I'm probably going to have to go with. I feel like Braxton. I feel like Braxton. I don't think he can cook. Can anyone on the team cook? Yeah, a lot of guys, you know, we we get on the grill every now and then. A lot of guys can cook. So um, I don't know if they'll cook good, but a lot of guys can cook. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking those offensive linemen are working that grill, maybe even at Hallis Hall. Wasn't that something going on during the offseason a year ago? But uh, possibly. I'll tell you who's a great cook, guys. Our guy right there, Tom Thayer. That guy can cook. Yeah. I... 
you can cook. Well, let me ask you one thing about the, the, the schedule here. Because as, Khalil is an ex-player. I would look at the schedule, and I the first game that would pop out to me would be the heat and the conditions in Tampa. But then I look down at the end of the schedule, and you have a couple of late-season games at home. At, throughout your career, throughout your life, are you a, an extreme hot guy, or do you, are you okay with the cold? I mean, I love the heat because I'm from Florida. But uh, I, I'm really able to play in any, any condition. Uh, you know, I went to Kansas and Virginia Tech, so I like them all. I like them all. I just like that we're able to be out there and it not be negative 23. But, you know, it is what it is. But other than that, uh, any condition, I feel like, you know, I'm ready to go. The guys are ready to go. Overall, Khalil, and, and we'll let you go here. Uh, overall, what's been added on this football team and where this uh, organization is headed with all the different changes, uh, the positive moves, uh, how excited are you right now and how are you feeling about it all? I'm really excited, uh, just especially having everybody, um, you know, a lot of the guys, new guys in with us um, these last couple of weeks, just getting to know everybody, doing a lot of team bonding and team interaction stuff. So just really getting to know the guys that we have. We've got a great group of guys. Um, you know, really learning about everybody off the field. You know, I feel like it's going to make us even stronger on the field, just working together and working out right now. Um, you know, I feel like the sky's the limit for us. So I'm really excited. All right, everybody. Well, check out Khalil Herbert and the rest of the Bears players and all the uh, social influencers out there that participated. Great job by the Chicago Bears content team putting that uh, schedule release video out. And uh, the schedule's out, so everybody's happy and excited about what's ahead for the Bears here in 2023. Khalil, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Khalil. Khalil Herbert. Bears running back, and th- that video is insane. Like what they put together, the all the art and artistry that went into it, that is a well put together video. There, Shay. Well, and you can tell, and if you watched uh, the Bear on FX, it's one of the most well shot shows yes. on mm-hmm. TV. And you can tell they went all out and taking care of this, and using the people who work on that show to create a video that's as appealing to look at as that show is. I think they knocked it out of the park this year. A lot of creative people up there at House Hall. They do a heck of a job all the way around. And, uh, you know, everybody's super jacked about the season. So this is a great entree to it, great schedule, and it it begins and ends with the Green Bay Packers. So kind of fitting in that regard as well. Hey, we're going to let you guys take over the rest of the way. Tommy, thank you. We'll talk to you next week on Bears Weekly. I'll be on with uh, Waddle and Sylvie tomorrow afternoon. Tommy, are you joining us for that 2 to 3 Yeah, me too. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I see surfboards in your background. Tyler, right? Help us out, buddy. Help us out. Of course. Yep. Can't wait to talk to you guys tomorrow and uh, looking forward to that. And hey, we've got Bears preseason football right around the corner. But before you know it, we'll have that first preseason game against Tennessee. So looking forward to all that. Thanks, fellas. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Have a good night, bye. Thanks, boys. All right. That's Tom Thayer and Jeff Joniak, the voices of the Chicago Bears. You will hear them. On the call for Bears football right here on ESPN 1000, your new home for Chicago Bears football. When we come back, we will break down everything that we've got from the schedule. We'll run through it for you as well as some of our major takeaways. And, hey, we're opening this thing up against the Green Bay Packers. Bears fans, what are your thoughts? 312-332-3776. Tyler Aki, Shay Norling here with you on ESPN 1000. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.
It is here in all its glory, the 2023 Chicago Bears schedule. We'll line it up for you here in just a second. Tyler Aki and Shane Norling, we're talking all things NFL and Bears and schedule with you until 10 o'clock here on Bears Weekly Overtime. You want to join us, 312-332-3776 is the number to call and get in. You want to plan a trip with us? You want to whatever? You want to bounce some things up? Because there's some pretty good trips on this list here. Oh, I mean, you look at L.A., you go down to New Orleans. There's some pretty good trips in here. Tampa Bay, Kansas City. Like, there are some destinations on this schedule. So we will, you want to bounce something off of us? You want to help us plan a trip? Uh, be our guest here, 312-332-3776. All right, let's go through this. For, for those two who are football sickos like Shay Norling over here, who has power ranked all 32 teams. I we look at Snorling's power ranking. I've done that, yeah. As he says with a giant grin, he was grinding away on the yellow pad upstairs. I have week one point spreads. I'm ready Do to you? go. Yeah, right. I am ready to a go. Guess the lines, yeah. all right, with uh, Simmons and Sal. Are we going to do that tonight? We will. All we'll right. get into it. We got time that? for everything. Football, right. it feels like football is back. We have the schedule in hand, quite literally, the physical printout, the schedule in hand. We'll play the schedule game, wins and losses. I'm, dude, I'm, I'm so amped. It feels like it's right around the corner now. It really does. This makes it feel much closer than it really is. Like, in rea- all it's reality. It's four months away. Right, exactly. We still have a long way to go to get there, but it does make it feel like you've hit a benchmark along the way here. You've got the schedule release. All right, then we'll get to OTAs. Then we get training camp. Then we get preseason. And then we get to the actual games that really do matter. All right, so for the sickos out there, like Shea, the football sickos, that want to know preseason, the days and times are not out, but the Bears have two home preseason games that bookend the preseason. They open with Tennessee, then in the middle they travel to the Indianapolis Colts, and then back home against the Buffalo Bills. All right, now into the, the meat of this thing. Opening up, 325 on the lakefront, with the Green Bay Packers, all right? That is one heck of a game to usher in the Jordan Love era for the Green Bay Packers right there. Do you like that or dislike that? Okay, I I do, I do like that they open with the Packers, but we'll get to week 18 where the, I'll spoil it. They close with the Packers. I don't like that. I don't like having that 16, 17-week gap in between. And you just don't get to see the Green Bay Packers for that long. So I don't like that. But we'll get into that a little bit more. Number two, week two, you've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road. A noon kick down in Tampa for week two. A Tampa team that is now without Tom Brady that has lost a ton of production from over the offseason. So that is an interesting Tampa Bay team. Should Who's be one of the quarterback. Should be one of the worst teams in football. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Like if everything goes the way we're expecting, right. that should be one of the worst teams in football. It is going to be an offseason quarterback battle between Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield as to who will be under center for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then you get to week three. And you're on the road again against the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs, a 325 kick at Arrowhead. That is one that I think a lot of people, especially at this station, are circling, saying that's a a trip right there. Down to KC, not too far of a drive. You can fly it if you want to as well. 
that's a trip right there that I think a lot of Bears fans want to make. Yeah, and I mean, you get it in September, so it's not going to be cold Kansas City. But Kansas City is one of those places that's a sneaky, frigid environment once you get into yeah. the later months of the calendar. Getting it in September, prime outdoor barbecue weather. You can tailgate. They've got that enormous parking lot that they share with the Royals Stadium. Mm-hmm. It, it's an environment. I mean, it, Cap went to the AFC Championship yeah. game. He said it was amazing in Kansas City. It's someplace I would love to go. That's the one that immediately I circle. But of course, Chiefs tickets going to be hard to come by, I imagine, for the uh, team that's been to what? Three Super Bowls <laughs> in five years? Yep. That'll be... You may have to know a guy. You may have to know a guy for that one. So. Yeah, it's, that's entirely possible. Yeah. Alright, on to week four. That is when the Bears play host to the Denver Broncos. Sean Payton Back as a head coach with the Broncos. That's a really intriguing early matchup here. So, all right. I I always sort of look at the NFL schedule in quadrants, right? Four-week chunks. And I know you can't really do that as much anymore now that it is expanded to 17 games on the season. But if you're going to take the first four-game chunk here, I'm not asking you to go win-loss, win-loss. But rate the difficulty of what we're seeing here out of the gate. Home against the Packers, on the road against the Bucks. On the road against the Chiefs, home against the Broncos. All right, home pack. I actually think you get a little bit of an advantage because you catch Jordan Love similar to Trey Lance in that early start. Things he's got to gel a little bit. I know he's been there for a long time, but it's going to be you know there's going to be jitters there. You get this team before they get to break everything in. It's kind of the same for you, but this is an opportunity where if you're the Bears, you can steal a win. Then you go to Tampa, who we expect to be one of the worst teams in football. So I think right there you go, that's a fairly soft start to the season. I would agree. And then it turns up the heat a little bit. At Kansas City, and you come back to play the Broncos with Sean Payton, who are hoping mm-hmm. to be resurgent and, and a little fix bit of, Russell Wilson. A little bit of a runway for them. Like, you're not catching Russ week one. You're not catching him. You're, you may be catching him right as he's hitting his yeah. stride. Right as the Payton offense yes. is starting to really gel. Things are starting to work a little bit. Three preseason games under your belt, too. I think the heat gets cranked up there a little bit. But again... Then you go move on down the line and you get this Washington game on Thursday night football again, God knows why, from (laughs) FedEx Field. And that's one where you get a little soft. And Vikings, I don't think much of. The Raiders, I don't think much of. This is a schedule we know, it's been said by win totals, fifth easiest in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And when you really start to look at it, Tyler, I mean... There are spots on this schedule where the Bears can make hay. I think we talked to Jeff Joniak. He's right that week 8 to 12 stretch is difficult. Yes. But outside of that, there's nowhere here where I think the Bears are going to be outmatched week in, week out. Right. All right. So you mentioned week 5 primetime, the first primetime game on the Bears schedule against Washington, Thursday night football. Week 6, you're back at home. Minnesota Vikings, another divisional test on your schedule there in the middle of October. Follow that up by the Las Vegas Raiders. That's a noon kick at home for the Chicago Bears. Then you get to the back end of October at the Los Angeles Chargers and Justin Herbert. There's another primetime game. This was one that I think when Bears fans saw the matchups, because you know who the opponents are year to year, this was one that I think a lot of people were looking at and saying, hmm, could we be getting... The Battle of the Justins, right? Justin Fields versus Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. The great, uh, what Bears fans are hoping is a great quarterback matchup by the time we get to that point in the schedule, week eight. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's one you circle for sure. Anytime you see the primetime games, you get to go to SoFi. It's a great environment. It's an exciting L.A. Chargers team. People mm-hmm. are kind of high about it. I know they just fired their coach, and they're trying to work things out. Fired their but, OC. Uh, OC, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, they're trying to uh, – Lombardi, trying to yep. work some things out there and get better after the choke job in the playoffs. <laughs> yep. But I think that's another one of these – like, we look at this schedule, and I mentioned the three games leading into that, at Washington, the Vikings, and the Raiders – are kind of easier games, and then you get back to at L.A., I think that's the barometer. When you get to week eight and it's late October and maybe things shake out right, you're looking at a Bears team that's got four or five wins that's in the graphic that looks like they could do Mm -hmm. something, but the Chargers is where the test comes, and it's like, okay, how good are you really? So that's one where... I think that's how we're going to measure this team. Early in the season, we know how the NFL works. There's going to be a lot of teams that are hovering around 500 or overperforming to start the year. And then we get into late October and start into November. You find out who's good. Right. And that's going to be the starting point, I think, for the Bears is at L.A. All right. So week eight at the Chargers Sunday night football. That's one that I think a lot of Bears fans are circling, too. All right. Into November we go. Week nine at the Saints. Uh, a new quarterback under center for the New Orleans Saints, Derek Carr, the new man down there with Dennis Allen, the head coach. So that's an interesting Saints team. A Saints team, though, that, you know, maybe sort of just feeling themselves because they are the only somewhat decent team in that NFC South, a division that the Bears go up against this year. I think they're the only team with a quarterback that we kind of know what he is. Mm-hmm. When you look in that division, obviously the Panthers brought in Bryce Young, but the Saints with Derek Carr, that's the only team in that division with a quarterback that's like, we've seen him play in the NFL and he's a bit of a known quantity. So that, if you're the Saints, you're expecting to contend for a division and be in the playoff conversation. And that's again where I think this is the tough stretch of the schedule. But if you are planning a road trip, and I saw somebody in the Twitch chat say this, Halloween weekend into a full week in New Orleans into yeah. Sunday Bears-Saints at the Superdome, that's pretty good. That's a, that's a, that is one of the better ones that you're going to find on the schedule. All right, quick turnaround after that Road-Saints game. You get a home Thursday night football game against the Carolina Panthers. Now, some people may be saying, wait. Don't the Bears already have a Thursday night game on the schedule? Well, under these new NFL scheduling rules, you are now allowed to play more than one Thursday night football game. And as a result, the Bears are one of the teams that drew that straw this year. You want to call it the long straw, the short straw, what have you. This is the reality of the new NFL scheduling and in this deal with Amazon Prime now. So the Bears will get the Carolina Panthers in primetime. I heard Bleck and Abdallah talking about that earlier in the week, saying watch out for this game to maybe be a sneaky primetime game. You got two young quarterbacks who you're hoping are young and -and up-and-coming quarterbacks as well. And, of course, these are the two teams that made the trade for the Panthers to go up and get Bryce Young with that number one overall pick. One of those sneaky, sexy matchups with Fields and Bryce Young. Mm -hmm. I like that. It's got storylines for it. It may not have the great appeal to the masses in terms of the overall overall bodies of work but i think when we get to that point in the schedule you'll see teams or you'll see players rather that you want to see in that matchup right there all right after that before the bye week you got back-to-back road games against divisional opponents you have the detroit lions on the road at noon 
and then you follow that up in Week 12 with a road game against the Minnesota Vikings on Monday night football that funnels you into the bye week in Week 13. That is the final primetime game for now. There's obviously going to be flex opportunity if things shake out, but that's the final primetime game on the schedule today. That's four primetime games for the Chicago Bears. This Look, this is a team nationally I think people are excited to watch. And maybe they're not the darling like Detroit, but the, nationally I think people are kind of under the uh, uh, idea that this is a team on the rise, and people want to see Justin Fields. People want to see what the Bears are all about. Right. And then to close things out here, the final five weeks of the season, the Bears host the Lions, then they travel to Cleveland in Week 15. That date is TBD. Could be a Saturday game there. Then you follow that up, Christmas Eve, home against the Cardinals, New Year's Eve, home against the Falcons, and then you wrap the season up either on Saturday or Sunday, January 6th-7th, against the Green Bay Packers up at Lambeau Field. So, Bears fans, what are your thoughts? What are your initial feelings on this schedule? 312-332-3776. We see your calls. We will take those calls when we come back here. Tyler Aki and Shane Norling, we're sitting in here on Bears Weekly Overtime on ESPN 1000, your new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. Weekly overtime here on ESPN 1000. Tyler Rocky and Shane Norling. We're hanging out late tonight. You pack a Red Bull? You pack a Monster? You got something with you? I got a long nap earlier. I'm, I'm ready right. to You're go. Charged I got up. a lengthy nap earlier. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gassed up. I could tell you had some sort of, of pick me up because of the way that you came in and started grinding away on your power rankings when you walked in. Listen, man. You have power ranked all 32 NFL teams. I've assigned all 32 teams uh, point spread value as well. I have spreads uh, for the opening week. I'm not going to bet these yet, but they're ready to go. They're there for you. You are epic. You are epic. Mr. Football, as you've <laughs> Football dubbed on. me. Yep. 312-332-3776. The Bears schedule is out. We're breaking it down here. Tyler Rocky and Shane Rowling until 10 o'clock tonight right here on ESPN 1000, your new home for the Chicago Bears. Chase is on the south side. What's up, Chase? What's up, Tyler? What's up, Chase? What up, Chase? Uh, 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 Shane, what's up, man, bro? What's up, Chase? What do you got? Happy football schedule day, man. That's right. Happy football gonna, schedule day. We are oh, celebrating. We've got sicko holidays. I love it. Hey, hey, hey. So I'm looking at the schedule, right? And I've been going through this. And I see I'm counting nine to maybe ten victories on this schedule. Wow. All right. I, we got you I, down. I'm counting nine to ten. Nine to ten. nine to ten wins. All right. Now, I will say, I'm looking at this. The one that looks kind of dicey. Is that one where they playing the, the the Lions because they and they're playing the Vikings? The back to back before the little, bye weeks eleven and yeah. twelve. Now, when they come back from that bye, that's when the Bears, I believe, gonna start eating good because they got the Lions at home, noon kick. That's a game, winnable game. They got the Browns, who's a winnable game, and the Cardinals. We all know they ain't nothing. And then the Falcons. Because think about the Falcons. And the Cardinals got to come out here in the cold weather in late December. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's an advantage for us. Chase, I got to so tell you, I, th- I think you're nailing it because I'm looking at it, and I, we've talked about it. Week eight to week twelve, I think, is a brutal stretch for the Bears. Uh, that's like a one in four stretch, probably, and you're happy if you come out of it like that. But then you get the bye week and the final five games, and it's a soft runway to end the season. You got to get through the Lions to start it, but you're right, Cleveland's beatable. The Cardinals might be the worst team in football. You might be looking at a Falcons team whose season is over. And then a similar situation with the Packers. Their season could be over week 18. You could be going up to Green Bay to play a lifeless Packer team. Chase, I think you nailed it. Well, the tough part, I think, the tough is going to be two strikes that could be tough also is when they, uh, the Vegas game, because I think the Vegas Raiders could be a tough team. Nobody's talked about. And they got that stretch where they play the Chargers and the Saints. That three stretch kind of going to be – and the Commanders, too, you know, and the Vikings. So that stretch right there is going to be kind of tough, too. Now, if they can come out of that with a 500 record after that, I think they're going to be uh, they're going to be cooking with grease so after, towards that back end of that schedule, guys. So I don't know, man. I see nine, ten wins possibly and look, as I'm looking at the schedules. I'm studying it. I see probably nine to ten wins, maybe at best 11. I don't know. Maybe worst-case scenario, eight wins. But – I don't know. It's looking pretty good so far looking at this. All right. Chase is in the me. lab. Chase is in the lab. Appreciate <laughs> it, man. All right, guys. Have a good evening. All right. That's Chase on the south side. You want to jump in? 312-332-3776. I mean, you're always going to look a little bit rosier at this schedule when you get it at first blush. When you finally you know, have that that hard copy in front of you, you're pinning it up on the, the fridge, right? And you're, you're going win-loss, win-loss. We'll do that at 8. Okay. We'll, we'll lay out our official in stone, cannot be changed before September 10th picks. Are All they right? going on the fridge? Is they, this they like the bracket? On the fridge. They <laughs> may have to go on the fridge upstairs. 312-332-3776. Tyler Aki, Shane Norling, with you here on Bears Weekly Overtime. Mitchell's in the Splains. What's up, Mitchell? Hey, what's up? Uh, first of all, I think the Bears find themselves in a very difficult challenge. This particular set list of games is going to present them a lot of problems until they figure out the quarterback. And if you look at all the quarterbacks from week one to week nine, you're going to see that they are basically inferior. Now, you can speculate all you want, daddy and it means absolutely nothing, Chase, because the bottom line is this. In terms of the Bears, they got to focus on their division. And if you look at after week nine, going into week 10, that's when you start seeing a high concentration of divisional games, like right up against each other. And that's where I find where the NFL kind of missed their mark. Why didn't they put Green Bay somewhere in that space? The last game, historically, over the last four years, is a meaningless game, right? Because we don't know what Jordan Love is going to be, and people still have questions about our, our Justin Fields and his flawed mechanics. So all your, what I call speculation, is meaningless. The fact is that the first ten, not, I'm sorry, the first nine games is going to be really hard because Justin Fields can't compete with those quarterbacks, not on an average day. And in terms of the changes they've made on offense, the Bears either are going to control and make these games competitive on the defensive side, and we're going to find out if uh, the coach, the head coach, Eberflus, is going to channel Buddy Ryan. And I'm sorry, folks, you don't know who you know that is, right? That was before your time. Oh, defensive so, coordinator. We know, yeah. Ch- or we know Mitchell. Okay. Okay, because his ability was the fact was that his defenses made the Bears in 85 so competitive that Jim McMahon, all he had to do, and McMahon, by, by the way, that was thick as higher, and you've got to have to realize this. 
that Luke Luke Gutsy has to get his quarterback that fits the system. And that's not Justin Fields. He has too many flawed mechanics. And it's all going to come to the surface, Daddy-O. And I think this is the most challenging set list of games I've seen in over five years. And I wouldn't be surprised. All right. Uh, Mitchell, I I know we've had our differences. I couldn't disagree with you more. Oh, please. Listen, dude, I, 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 listen, I'm like almost 24 years. Mitchell, let's just, uh, let's run through it because you, you offered the, the, uh, opinion that the quarterbacks that Fields will face will all be much better through the first nine weeks. I would push back. I'd, I'd push back on that. You get week one, the Packers and Jordan Love. There is absolutely no evidence that would suggest Love is better than Fields right now. You could say oh, it's a toss-up, but there's no evidence suggesting evidence. Love is better. Well, Shane, first of all, first of all, he sat uh, on the bench for three years against the greatest okay. quarterback in Again, our history. There's okay. no evidence that Love is better. Uh, okay. We'll move on to, to week two at Tampa. Who's playing quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Who is gonna, it's going to probably be Baker Mayfield. Okay, so we know that Fields is the better in that one. Kansas oh, City, please. Mahomes, I'll oh, give you. I'll give you, no, I'll give you no, Mahomes. I'll give you Mahomes. Okay. Absolutely not. You, listen, Chase, this is the problem. I, I'm debating a guy who's 26 years younger than me, and you don't do your research. You don't do your data. All of your input is basically invalid. First of all, Jordan Love is an unknown, okay? But he sat behind the greatest quarterback All right, but again, time. what is the evidence that Jordan Love is a better quarterback quarterback than Justin Fields. I you ha- you can't just say unknown. things. You have to be able to back this up. Justin Fields hasn't passed for more than 2,300 yards in one season. I, I missed when Jordan four. Love did it. Jordan Love hasn't thrown for over 1,000. <laughs> How about that? that? Okay, because guess what, all right? We don't know what he's going to do. I just said to you, okay? I just said to you he's a question mark. However, I have a lot more Okay, so then what's Baker Mayfield Tampa? Is that not a question mark? The guy's a corpse. Baker Mayfield, listen, you wish you had the passing yards that Baker Mayfield had with Justin Fields. Justin Fields is is an inferior to Baker Mayfield. Are you telling me that somehow Justin Fields, his his rushing yards that got him 3-14? and And by the way, Shane, let me just give you a quick history lesson. Okay, because you're so vapid minded and I love putting your place because you're such an idiot. In 2022, okay, Bobby Douglas, 50 years before, what one, sorry, what, what, what four, nine, and one, where he set all those records as a Bears quarterback as a rusher. 50 years later, in 2022, because you're too stupid to do the research, Justin Fields breaks Bobby Douglas' rushing record, doesn't break the national record, but guess what? They go three and 14. So here's my point. You have the onus to prove that basically Baker Mayfield, okay, who's through for a hollow of a lot more passing yards than Justin Who cares? He's dead. Mitchell, he's getting passed around the league like a cheap blunt. He's dead. Who cares? He's the starting By the way, look at his passing yard. Look at it. Compare that. Listen, Jay, you're too stupid to even comprehend my point. I'm I'm done with the name calling here. I've had enough. All right. All right. If you want to not name call and join us here on Bears Weekly Overtime, 312-332-3776. Tyler Aki, Shane Norland, we're breaking down the Bears schedule with you. We'll have more when we come back here on ESPN 1000, your new home for the Chicago Bears. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Bears Weekly Overtime with Tyler Rocky and Shane Norling on your new home 
for the Chicago Bears, ESPN 1000. We will talk with Courtney Cronin a little after 8.15. Get her thoughts, our intrepid Bears reporter, on what she made of the schedule release here for the Chicago Bears. And it has been... Uh, it's a very sort of... I don't know if I like that tough stretch in the middle there. I would much rather try to close a little bit more difficult as opposed to... You wouldn't? No. I don't like that no, in the middle because then, then you maybe get a locker room that quits. Oh, I don't buy any of that. I think when you look at the tough stretch in the middle and then you have the bye. And the bye comes week 13. I also don't like a week 13 bye. Why? Week 13 bye... That you that get, deep in the season, you get ready for the playoff push. Oh gosh, what? <laughs> I, I, well, I, no, I'm, I'm I get serious. that, but like I'm, this team is not. I I like having that bye week smack in the middle. Give me a, a week eight, week nine bye. I, I like think, the late bye, and I think you're right. You might be kind of uh, dragging ass a little bit through the tw- uh, week eight to twelve. Then stretch. you sort of limp to that part, point there. But then you get to the bye, and here's the trick: because December tenth comes around, and you start playing games late in the season. December, the, the heat turns up while the weather gets cold, mm-hmm. and you're in the graphic. And it doesn't matter what happened before; it's you're in the graphic, and you, the next five games to close the year are. Easy. Easy. That's what I want to see. I want to be playing meaningful football games in December, and I want to be able to sell a little hope. And I think when I look at this, yeah, week 8 to 12 is brutal, and we'll play the schedule game in about mm-hmm. seven minutes. Yeah. But this final stretch after the bye, these last five games, you can really make up for it. And as long as you don't get taken out of things but early the in thing the year. I don't like playing with such a small margin for error down the stretch but it's the nfl you always have a small margin for error i I get that but when you have that extremely when you have like you and that's the other thing once you get into december injuries maybe start to mount up a little bit and at that point there like that's for everyone i i get that but maybe you're on the wrong side of that coin you could be, and if you are, then you are. I mean, there's. I don't have an argument against that if this, we get here and this team's limping. But again, that's where these first seven weeks just survive, get through. If you can be four and three, God willing, five and two mm-hmm. through the first seven games, then it doesn't really matter as difficult as eight through 12 is because once you get past the bye, you're still going to be playing meaningful games no matter what you do in that middle stretch. I like... That you close the season, four of your final seven are divisional, mm-hmm. so you get like double points. It's yeah. it's mm-hmm. the bonus like in each of those games yeah. when you have four of the final seven games are divisional games. And I like that the final five are probably the softest part of your schedule. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you want to jump on into the conversation, Frank's in the Ukrainian village. What's up, Frank? Yeah, guys. First, I want to repeat myself. You two make a a terrific team. You should have your own show. Thanks, Frank. Thank you, Frank. Number two, um, meaningless Mitch from Displaying should keep his meaningless football takes to himself. And thank God you did not play his walk-up music tonight. And that should be the standard going forward. Number three, I think if the Bears are going to contend, the NFL did them a favor, except for so many road games early in the schedule. But they give the Bears 10 days to prepare for the Detroit Lions the first time and give them two weeks for the second time. Yeah, And again... Don't take any more Mitch calls because this is ridiculous. The guy's just so arrogant and ignorant. Stick to your tarot cards and palm reading and leave football to the real fans. 
Thank you very much, guys. All right, Frank. Appreciate the phone call there. 312-332-3776. I do think that does set up nicely. Those two games against the team that is what I think both you and I are in agreement will be the toughest team to beat in the division in the Detroit Lions. You are at a tactical advantage based on how things are set up. You're going to have that quote-unquote mini-buy out of the Panthers Thursday night game at home before you take the on the Lions on the road, and then you're going to get them at home off of your normal buy. I mean, how about this? You're the first game against the Vikings, October 15th, that's your second divisional game on the schedule, 10 days to prepare. Your third divisional game, 10 days to prepare. Your fourth divisional game, 8 days to prepare. Bye week, fifth divisional game off of a bye week. Now, I will this say, is a wildly advantageous way to take on your own division. I will say this, though, about and your first divisional game, you get an entire offseason to prepare. However, I do think that doesn't necessarily help you when you're going up against Jordan Love. I think it would help you more if it was a Jared Goff or a Kirk Cousins that you were facing in that first week. Week one, I think, is a total coin flip just because you have the right. wild card of Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. It, both teams are going to be trying to steal a win with a little bit of uncertainty. But if Fields is who we hope he is you're going to have a significant quarterback advantage. No, don't get me wrong. I I think 1,000% the Bears have that quarterback advantage in week one. But I do think it is also, it can be a little tricky because you don't know and you don't have a lot of tape of what Jordan Love is. You'll get a little bit of the preseason, but again, you're not showing your full hand in those three preseason games. 312-332-3776. Chris is in Northwest Indiana. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. How are you? Love the show. Appreciate it. What's up, Chrissy? You guys really are. You're you just you great to listen to. But I wanted to get your opinions on what you thought. I saw a line for betting Justin Fields for MVP plus twenty five hundred. What do you think about that? And what do you think it would take, just in general, for him to become an MVP this season? Thanks for the call, Chris. So you and I were discussing this a little bit in the break. Justin Fields for MVP, I think, is going to be one of the trendy picks that you see on social media where you'll see some of these sports books put out like Justin Fields for MVP is one of the more popular picks. I really do. And I'm not saying he's going to win it because I don't think he's going to win MVP. Don't get me wrong. I'd love him to win MVP. But when you look at the value and when you look at kind of the trajectory that we see some of these players win MVPs, a lot of times they sort of come out of nowhere or they come off of bad seasons or down seasons or just developmental seasons. And then all of a sudden they spring into that MVP year. I, I we're putting the cart in front of the horse. I just pulled up some of the odds here and I'm going to read off. Obviously the favorites, Patrick Mahomes plus six fifty is the favorite jo, uh, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Jalen hurts, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, follow up. Then you have three quarterbacks who come in at the same number. Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, and Aaron Rodgers. Like I, I'm Are taking, we in outer space? Yeah, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. I, I like Trevor Lawrence may be the pick that I actually end up wagering on. Like and then the question, what does Justin Fields have to do to get into that MVP conversation? One, I think the team has to be right. Real, I was gonna say really they have good. to win. They've got to maybe not win the division, but they have to make the playoffs. No, I think they have to win the division. I really do. The other thing, like, if they're going to make the playoffs as the 10-win team, he's probably putting up crazy numbers. Uh, But he's got to – the majority of his numbers have to come in the passing game if he's going to win MVP. No doubt. All right, 312-332-3776. You want to jump in on the Bears schedule conversation. When we come back, we will also give you how many wins we think, based on this schedule – 
the Bears are going to have. The win-loss game coming up next here on ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. 